0: Good evening. My name is Jean. I'm a food addict in Florida, and you're somewhat delayed speaker for this evening. I did want to apologize for coming on late, but uh, it turned out that my intergroup was meeting tonight, and I'm secretary of the intergroup, so I needed to be there. But oh, I'm glad our meeting ended a little, that other meeting ended a little early, so I can come on and speak for you guys. And I am a food addict. Uh, I am, at this point, uh, approximately 19 years back-to-back abstinent. I came into program in July of 2004. Uh, My doctor had told me I was pre-diabetic. At that point, I weighed about maybe 250 pounds. I was someone who was not heavy as a child. I only started putting on weight when I entered the working world. and uh found snack machines and junk food and so forth and uh though so I was not I didn't really think of myself as a compulsive overeater I was a grazer I was someone who just liked having something to nibble on while I was working or if my boss wanted me to do something and I wasn't sure how to do it I'd say well okay I'm going to go on break and I'll come back in a few minutes and I would go to the snack machine and go get something, and then that gave me enough time to clear my head, get my thoughts together, and say, "Oh, now I remember how to do that." And then go back to my desk and do whatever it was the boss wanted. But uh, when I came into program, I my I, a neighbor who who told me about the OA program and took me to my first couple of meetings, and I got a sponsor, I got some literature. And I started getting rid of all the food in the house that was not, you know, on my food plan, a new food plan. I got a digital scale, and I was weighing and measuring my food. And I found that was very important because my concept of, you know, what constituted a serving was just, you know, you take the plate and you fill it or whatever, or the bowl and you fill it. And then if you're still hungry, you have another bowl. Well, uh, that doesn't work when you're weighing your food. So I learned that no you know I didn't really need all of that food and that sometimes when I felt I was hungry I was actually thirsty and that uh instead of going to the snack machine I could get up and go get a glass of water or some herbal tea and it was the idea of getting away from the desk for a few minutes that was what I really needed and not putting food in my mouth and um one you know, so that turned out to be very helpful for me. I found that I was able to, you know, lose the weight fairly easily because I had never really dieted before. I simply assumed because I was a grazer, you know, that I was just gaining 5 or 10 pounds a year. But, well, if you do that over, you know, 15 to 20 years, well, you're going to gain a 100 pounds. And that's what happened with me. You know, I gained over 100 pounds. And so I went from being like about one twenty to two hundred and fifty, and it took me a little over a year to actually lose all of that weight. But I did it with help from my sponsor, and I'm someone who's always felt that uh if I want to belong to a group, I need to do something to feel that I'm part of, you know it's not enough to just you know I don't want to be a spectator. I don't want to be somebody who's just, you know, sort of sitting in the back of the room and maybe listening and then go home and, well, that's it, you know, and nothing changes. Uh, instead, I want to be someone who can help out in some fashion. And in my early days in OA, we had face-to-face meetings. And so, you know, if I could come in and help set up the chairs or help the literature person put the literature out or help put things away or you know, whatever, and I did that for, like, my first 90 days, and then once I had 90 days, um, I was able to start taking on some, you know, help out on some service positions, and I was able to do that, like helping to get speakers or um, helping out with the literature, things like that. Eventually, I ended up uh, becoming a meeting treasurer, Um I found out about phone meetings in two thousand and five in those days, there weren't a lot of phone meetings sometimes there was only one in the course of a day and so you know if you missed that one, well, then that was your chance to be on a phone meeting but uh living in I was living in the Boston area and in New England of course in the winter time, we have snow and ice and So sometimes the face to face meetings would end up having to be canceled because, you know, maybe the parking lot of the church hadn't been plowed or the governor had declared a state of emergency and told everybody to stay off the roads. So having phone meetings was a great help to, you know, keeping my program going that I could, you know, get on the phone and listen to a meeting. And sometimes, again, you know, if it was a one that I was attending regularly, I would also volunteer. You know, do you need somebody to help lead the meeting? Do you need someone to get speakers or to do literature or something like that? And back in the early days of phone meetings, the phone meetings actually had to have treasurers because there was no free conference set up. Uh, if you wanted to have a conference line, you had to pay for it every month. So somebody had to step up with a with a credit card. And I remember there was one meeting that I was going to, and one week we couldn't get on the meeting. But I knew what the company was. I knew how to use stuff on the computer, and I knew what the company was, and I was able to find the company's phone number, and I called them to find out why our meeting wasn't, you know, we weren't able to get on online. And they said it was because the person that had the credit card uh, there was a problem with their credit card. I guess the person had moved or something and uh, they hadn't realized that the, uh, you know, the card information, the new, you know, I guess their new debit card or whatever that they were using hadn't been uh, submitted to the phone conference company. So I said I mean, to them, that's... well, you... thank you very much. So I said to them, would you take my card number? And they said, sure. So I became a... Uh, phone meeting treasurer, and and then had to beg people for money. But uh, I've done a lot of service, and I found that service has been very helpful. There's a slogan, you know, that doing service helps keep you slender. And and it's true, that by doing service, I can uh, help others, and I also help myself as well. Because if I'm doing something for someone else, then I don't have to be thinking about myself all the time. And it makes me feel better about me to know that I can help someone else. So I'm in on the sponsor. I lead meetings. I'm involved with my uh, virtual intergroup. Uh, I was a virtual attendee at World Service last year. And uh, I find that, you know, whatever I can do, if somebody says they need something and it's something I can do, I raise my hand. That's what I was taught to do. And that's how I found is the best way for me to work my program. So with that, I will pass. And thank you so much for inviting me. And again, I apologize for the late hour. Uh, This is Jean, food addict in Florida, and I'll give my phone number after the recording stops. Thank you.